Ayo, what up though? This episode of The Cookout is brought to you by Tiana Taylor's body. Oh my fucking God. Have y'all, do y'all know who she is? You know I don't know who the fuck no, she is. Oh, come on. Yeah. Get out of here. Do y'all know Iman Shumpert? But by, by chance, I, I, okay, yeah. Google Tiana Taylor. I cannot fucking believe this. Talk, get and off her, me. And just Google her body. Okay, then here's the deal. I need you to find me a subscription service that says, "Hey, white boy, <laughs> you want to know more about black culture? <laughs> Subscribe here." And shit, maybe we should be the ones to do that. Uh, shit, I mean, we could actually call that app the cookout. I think it would be. Oh, a, a god good... damn it, bro. See? Oh, wait, that, hold on. What was your name? Yeah. Tiana, Tiana Taylor. She's that, insane, right? That's Tiana a timepiece, though. <laughs> See? She was just uh, named uh, uh, number one in Maxim's Hot 100. Good Lord, those, yeah. those lips. Uh-huh. She looks like one of the chicks Her, from TLC yeah. and Rihanna had a love child. Ah, I fucking love that. She's Her fucking gorgeous, man. Insane, Don't go bro. chasing booty holes. <laughs> uh, that's not the song. Who was the other? Who was the <laughs> other? Who was Iman? I- Iman Shumpert. That's Iman. her husband. Iman. And he's he's a fucking fine ass too, actually. Shumpert, well, and their kids are fucking gorgeous. They're, like, they're, is he a basketball player? Yeah, he's a basketball player. And they ha- and oh, by the way, that woman with that body has two children. Right. One of them is still a baby. He's not a bad looking cat, but he. He's sexy. He hit above his Listen, waist. Yeah. This is fly, this is fly as shit. He's fucking With sexy. High top dog. Yeah. He's in shapes. He's a good looking cat, but goddamn. Yeah. Shout out to Tiana Taylor's body. Um, it's fucking fire. Um, hey boys and girls, welcome back to the Black Ass Cookout. I'm your favorite host from your favorite podcast, Chase. I'm gonna fucking drag legendary Cassidy. Um, <laughs> listen, I know. The cast I have at the table today um, does not speak the language of gay fluently, right? So, well, I mean, like, but I like dabble in the language. Okay, uh, have you ever heard of a show called Legendary? I heard you talk about Legendary. Have you seen recently. Legendary? No. How about you, Carlos? No, man. So, see, I can't really drag the show right now you, because I'm not going to have my other girls here to be like, yes, bitch, drag that hoe. Like, I need that, right? Listen, I'll root for you, dog. Whatever you need. I'll give you 100 at all times. No, I will wait until I have a more uh, gay cast to uh, to drag this fucking season of Legendary. It was garbage top to bottom, front to back. And the finale episode I just watched, I man, the riggery. It was bad. It was so like bad. Game of Thrones bad. It yeah yeah <laughs> uh, like I've it's I've never yeah, watched the show more and been like okay this is this is a setup like no this is a fucking setup. Well, and that's it, what you were telling Jerry was that like yeah. you just you now know the script like yeah. you caught it and you're like well then I know exactly what's gonna happen every time so it's just hard to watch like and it wasn't like that for the first season like right. they they let the show be what it was for the most part and so this season for it to come back. And they have like their producers have put their hands in it so much to where like it feels produced, it feels set up. Like you can, like as a person who produces content now, like I know what it 
what the storytelling looks like. I can tell what they're mm-hmm. doing. And I'm like, this is some sloppy shit. Yeah. Like, well, also, we've, I mean, we, the market of television is so oversaturated. Yeah. We right. now know what reality looks like when we've seen it. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, we now know what counterfeit bullshit is when we see yeah. it. Yeah. Like, sorry, motherfuckers, you kind of like made us uh, fluent in bullshit when it comes to TV. Right. I just I don't know I'm just disappointed but I'm I'm really gonna drag it when I'm when the girls come back so uh, come back next week and um it's gonna be a fucking problem in here because <laughs> that shit pissed me off um anyway okay who bought the potato salad to the cookout this week I think we can all agree I know Carlos is gonna agree Loki bought the fucking oh, I potato loved it. salad I loved it that shit was fucking dope it was great I mean man the concept of like just the time doesn't work that way here right like is re- i love it for me it was really interesting because i was really looking forward to falcon and the winter soldier like the most <sighs> that one was the I most get into it bro. i couldn't wait for that show right and then like i was excited about wandavision because like oh, you know i can't get into that shit bro how far oh, did you get God. into that i episode one oh, no that's, that's, why. that's why that's but why. when i realized <laughs> when i realized that it's basically Oh, dog, keep trying. No, oh, I'm telling you, you bro. It, you bro. got it. You just get to the end of episode three. Yes. I promise you, it is it, worth it. It's gonna pick up. <laughs> it is so fucking worth have it. Y'all, have y'all seen sense. that skit uh, where they're basically like, "Oh, yeah, there's a show. You got to wait till the end of the season." But it gets really good at the time. But <laughs> right, they like right, keep right. bringing up all these fucking shows, and they're like, "It's kind of slow in the beginning. First four seasons are tough, but uh-huh. you, you can make it through the." <laughs> it's not like that. I think what it is, and it's so interesting with that show, is that once you like get through those first two like two and a half episodes and you're kind of like well what the fuck was that for they even go back and make sense of why that was the way that it was and then you're like oh shit like it gives you like a full deep character study i really like by the end of it actually if you're gonna like want to know the continuity of everything going on you're gonna have to finish it yep because it's a total like complete transformation you should have a cookout sleepover where <laughs> everyone watches the entire Marvel universe. Oh my fucking god! You don't need like a week, bro. <laughs> and you give them, you give them the, you give them the the set list and yeah, the yeah, order yeah. of which to watch it. And you do two a week. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. then you just talk about it for the next few weeks. But Man. like, like you invest into it, and you let everyone else invest. You to know it. that's my shit. I know, but like you know I would do that shit. because I've never done that. So like to know that I was doing that with a bunch of other people at the that's same my time, shit, bro. and we were all kind of connecting and. <laughs> Like then I get to hear you talk about it and other people I'm like oh I'm uh, fucking understand it now like I've always <laughs> wanted to understand when you guys talked about this shit I just love I love uh, this I just growing up this is like the shit that I was really into oh, like, me too, man. Yeah. like I, we all need we all need heroes yeah like and it was just I always connected to these characters and I always wanted to see it like in yeah. the movies and like yeah. in a bigger way and now we can and and it looks fucking great real. like so I, like I love it life. and I feel like I leave the movies always feeling like I'm like part of the fucking team yeah, or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I well, love even it. the TV show, like even the way that they're releasing Loki, it still feels like, uh, like it feels like movie quality, like movie oh, theater definitely quality. Yeah. For me, which the, is good. The craziest part is how so many people are upset about not being able to binge watch the show, and you know I'm gonna be forty in a month and a half, and um, <laughs> I came from a time where you have to 
with a week so right you have yeah, to but build bro, up yeah, bro, yeah, you're yeah. like an excitement i'm that guy of like, too though like i want like let me binge baby no. i think i let think for for the way that marvel likes to tell their stories they're going to put it out episode I by know, episode but I i'm know. hoping that what if the animated show they'll make that bingeable just put all the episodes yeah, out because it's not really going to affect yeah, anything yeah, and exactly. i think that'll be cool it's not part of the continuity but i was honestly i wasn't really like you know looking forward to loki as much as the other ones because honestly i was never really like a big loki fan i didn't really care about it that much but I'm not going to lie to you, man. This is my favorite premiere. <laughs> yes, dude. This premiere I, I was think, awesome. But I think that's the idea. Is I yeah. think they know that people don't really connect with Loki and they want you to. But no, Loki is like a, he is a huge fan. Like people yes. fucking <laughs> worship him. Yeah. Maybe for everybody else. You know, I, he originally was supposed to be Thor. Like he. He auditioned for auditioned that. For oh Thor, my God. It would look terrible. Like, but they told him, hey, we're not going to give you Thor. We have something for yeah. you. My thing about the whole Marvel <laughs> TV shows is for WandaVision, I was skeptical about it because i wasn't such a huge fan of her and him on the sh- on the movies like yeah. i liked them but i wasn't and then by the end of the show i absolutely loved the show yeah yeah then uh, falcon and the winter soldier was awkward for me because at the beginning i was like i don't see sam having the shield yeah. and i thought bucky was gonna be this badass former winter soldier now he's gonna justifiably be captain america and then you yeah. see this broken man going through like you know, depression and anxiety and all the mental health issues he's dealing yeah, yeah. with and then Falcon helping him. And yeah. by the end of the show, man, I yeah. was like, where is Falcon's shield? Like, he needs right, a shield right. right fucking now. He's Captain America. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a great show. Like, it, I think marvel's pacing in this show i'm noticing like in their shows they don't rush it they don't give you everything yes. up front yeah they want you to they want you yeah. to simmer and, yeah i mean that's also like you want what you can't have right? right and i think also because it's been we had a huge gap like it was like yeah. over a oh my year God, bro. of nothing no like i remember like we did i mean even in middle school i yeah. feel like something came out like the first Iron Man, goddamn, it feels like it was fucking forever. Two thousand eight, when that fucking two thousand eight, bro, bro, that's incredible. And like yeah. nothing happened for a while after yeah. that. Like we sat on, we were all like, Whoa. now okay. it's like Glad you know, it's universe. constant, it's constant. And like so, yeah. that's why I was kind of upset with Marvel like last year, and I'm really upset with them now because they should have honestly went ahead and did last year what they're doing now and just put Black right. Widow out. Yep. Yeah, Migrant. And like people would have like watched it. You know what I'm saying? Like so you you gave us that whole gap of a year so when you were sitting on like complete con- content. I'm excited about that movie too. I like the new shit they're putting out for you. Scarlett Johansson. God she's gorgeous, man. Dear. She is. She's that chick. All women are gorgeous she's but Scarlett piece. Johansson is. <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous. And hey, you know what's really interesting when I look at uh, like uh, Scarlett Johansson um, and Elizabeth Olsen who plays Scarlett uh-huh. Witch. They're both stunningly gorgeous women yeah. and sexy but in completely yeah, different, ways. different like, ways like it's not the same so, one feels Russian and the other feels <laughs> <laughs> my only problem with Wanda is she doesn't have a booty bro. she ain't can't got play. no yams bro <laughs> it's Nathan's I can't play that <laughs> Nathan's <laughs> <laughs> straight up concave <laughs> she is she's, my, she's my, beautiful and don't get me wrong yeah, man, yeah, if yeah. I was single dude I'll be all over that shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't so, need as much wee wee to get in there oh my There's god there, like. why do you always bring why 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 would I not <laughs> whatever I, well, I'm sexually oppressed frustrated and ready to <laughs> so like 
This is crazy. This is, but this is why you have me on oh here. Oh my don't, god! Don't act like you don't know what you're getting. Well, Loki bought the potato salad. God damn it! Mm, what thanks, a great Loki. Show, thanks for putting some eggs in that. My, it was my yummy. Thing, my thing that I want to say about Loki is though, I think at the end of this show, he's gonna break the TVA, and him and uh, the character Owen Wilson is playing are gonna break the TVA. Uh-huh. I think Kang the Conqueror is that's how they're gonna introduce. I think yeah. it's, I think the TVA are the bad guys. I think so too. And Loki is gonna end up figuring it out as he meets other Lokis and they explain to him what's, what's going, going on, on. and yeah. he's gonna find a way to sabotage that's my personal opinion and then uh, like him doing that is gonna break the timeline back out into that multi that yes. madness that they were talking about yes. and that's gonna lead into Doctor Strange and and I think it would be perfect man because yeah. for me I'm excited dude I'm a huge Spider-Man uh, and then man. I think what's gonna happen is that by the end of Doctor Strange they're going to uh, Doctor Strange and or Wanda are gonna put it back together but at that point, it's going to be so fragmented that that's where you're going to see people from other universes kind of like it's going to be one universe where like people are displaced. And it's kind of so here we go with mutants and here goes the Fantastic Four and la di da di da. They're going to so. introduce the first mutants on Black Panther 2 from what I'm reading. But I mean, I'm, I'm personally extremely, extremely sad about I cannot even oh, want, I can't even watch Black Panther 1 anymore, man. Like it it's, just um, breaks my heart, dude. Like it's it that was that's a tough one. And I'm wondering how they're going to tell this story like moving forward um it's just going to be really interesting if they're going to go with one person i can really at this point only really see it being okoye i would choose her yes because oh man i would love that yeah. oh i didn't even thought about that because yeah. everybody keeps talking about his sister it's like i just don't nah, feel it she's not but there okoye, yet bro, yeah. yeah she'd I be definitely. a badass is she the is she the was she the main yeah she was the the, the main bald warrior yes and she was like with the, the, she was with the she was with the dude who rode the rhino Yes, yes. Yeah, she's bad as fuck. Yeah, y'all. that's yeah. Love Dude, her. have Those you big old lips? Have you have you Google her? Bro, she's she beautiful. Has a fucking body in her life. Oh yeah, she's oh, gorgeous. God. Yeah, dog. It, she dog. is. Like, she's insane. Dude. She is gorgeous, man. Fuck. Dude, I would love to see her as black. Yeah, man. I think she'd be a great black Panther. Dude, you just put something on my heart. Yeah, that would be so <laughs> sick, dude. How and the empowerment behind yeah. that, dude. Oh. And then even like to see like. I, when I heard she got cast in uh, Black Panther, I was like, oh, this is perfect because I knew her as Michonne from The Walking Dead. Right. And I was like, she, so she was already a badass to me. Right. Yeah. So for her to go from that to Okoye, and then if, if, if she fills the shoes, I think it'd be fucking perfect. Because even think about in the movie canon, like T'Challa, you know, he dusted. Mm-hmm. And like, so she was, the, the queen dusted, she was holding it down yep. all those years, yep. pretty much. So I think what's interesting is her attitude, man. It's yeah. Like, so like I was talking uh, at work the other day about the whole Loki situation, how he's or they are being considered gender fluid. Yes. And somebody piped up and they were like, I don't understand why they didn't just create a brand new character. Like, how come they have to change Loki all of a sudden? And I was like, I don't think that they're changing Loki. But even if they are, like, let's say that they are, it's mm-hmm. because, like, when these comics were originally written, we weren't making space for people that look different than us. Oh, right, right. And Everybody so was the idea, white people. That's it. It was all white. Right. And so the idea of a, fe- of a, of a black female, black panther, like, wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? So now we yeah. can make space and change the script to actually look like yeah. Our, us. Yeah. Because that's the whole idea of entertainment is you're mm-hmm. wanting people to see, especially in these Marvel films, is you people want to connect. Yeah. Yes. People want to see, like, I, oh, I see myself in this. And, like, this is how people, like, this is how the world actually, art will change the world yeah, if yeah. we let it. Like, yeah. it fucking will. And yeah. it's by saying, it's like kids saying, like, that fucking person looks like me. And, like, 
this is the shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't know. And, and it's weird for me, man, because, I mean, there's not really many Hispanic superheroes. It's there's not. There's not any, any big Hispanic superhero, really. I'm, I know they're going to put Miss Chavez and, you know, Miles Mar- Morales on the game is half Puerto yeah, Rican, yeah. black, mm-hmm. which I, fuck, I fucking love playing that game. Yeah, yeah. I loved it, man. Because <laughs> I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, man. Yeah. For me, that was great, but... I like how they're being inclusive mm-hmm. without being overbearing with it. Right. It, it feels it feels organic. like the normal like world. Life. It feels yes. like the world. It feels yes. organic. Which Even is- with the, uh, you mentioned, uh, I forget his name, but he was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier and he's rumored he's pretty much going to be the next falcon uh the guy uh the kid who was kind of like sam oh, sidekick yeah, the Mexican yeah. Kid? yeah, yeah. Yes. so he's going to be like the next falcon so we're, they're bringing in the representation as a matter of fact um and isaiah bradley's organic. isaiah bradley's uh grandson in the show yep he's going to eventually probably become uh, a superhero so it's, it's like it, it, it feels right yes you and know it, and they're bringing it in a way that's organic it's properly introduced there's justification for the way yeah. that they're coming with their powers it doesn't feel like you're forcing me to watch this white sorry this black or this or this gay or this female or this right, Hispanic right. superhero and, yeah. and that's what I want I want it to be like like Jordan said real life organic like let, let me enjoy this even shit. bringing in Shang-Chi I'm so fucking excited I think this is why I'm excited about Black Widow too I really enjoy the MCU like the fantastical stuff but I like the grounded like hand-to-hand combat yeah, stories yeah, the most like too. like winter soldier is probably like one of my favorite like marvel movies of all time because yes. it's so grounded in the hand-to-hand so black widow and shang chi man i cannot fucking wait to I, see the kung fu action in that movie i can't I, wait dude i'm excited for that i'm also excited for like uh doc i dr strange for me was a pleasant surprise but same I, it was the, my second most shocking movie that i didn't thought i was gonna be a fan of, and i became one of my top movies what's the other one Ant-Man Same Those are my same two Ant-Man My same two Bro That was the only one I didn't see in the theater Because I'm like I don't want to see this shit And I watched it on TV (laughs) As a matter of fact Brittany Woodall She was the one that told me She was like You have to watch it I'm like man Fuck that movie And she's like She's like no She was like She was like Go into it like this She's like It's not a superhero movie It's a heist movie and I'm like, okay. And then I watched it. I'm like, this is a good ass motherfucking movie. It was good. Yeah, Paul Rudd is the perfect heister. Yeah, as man. Well. Like, also, I didn't. I love Paul Rudd and all his other movies, dude. I saw him in the Four Year Old Virgin funny, and, and Anchorman. I love him in a bunch of his other movies, but I never saw him as a superhero. And Me then I either. went with that movie. I did saw it at the movie theater, but I went the expected. This movie's probably gonna fucking suck, but right. I'm only gonna watch it because it's part of the Marvel movie and it's mm-hmm. continuity. And I left like. Holy fucking shit, yeah. man! His crew, yeah, dude. Uh, the, he, the, the, yeah, Marvel's only. Li- sorry, go ahead. No, he's also the first. He's also the first person for them to introduce that's like a normal human yes, being. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. then becomes. It has to that has to fall into this yes. this superhero <laughs> role. You can identify like, with him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It could like, be me. He's like, the yeah, first, yeah. and like. Paul Rudd has always been the most identifiable human like person <laughs> yes. in any film. You're like. Me. Yes, yes. Yeah. Me. They've Marvel's only let me down once when it comes to like a property, a character that I was kind of skeptical about and I was like, Oh, y'all really it was Captain Marvel. I was I wasn't looking forward to it at all, but I'm like, you know what? They've they made me care about other characters that I didn't think I was gonna care about. I just and I'm like, it's gonna I, be good. I just think she's so bad. Like, she's like terrible. No no, 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 no. Oh like, no. I oh yeah. I don't you think she's this. sexy. I think she's terrible. I I, I <laughs> she doesn't have an ass man. I cannot deal with that shit. <laughs> no, uh, dude. You should see <laughs> you gotta see her. You gotta see her now, dude. She's dude, Carlos she's said that ass is now. a requirement. Yeah, bro. Period. If you're gonna be a hot superhero, I need to clap them butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be bro. Like, Damn right. Shit. 
<laughs> but man, for me, I don't know, man. I, she doesn't feel organic. And if yeah. you look at the complaints that a lot of people have of her online, like I did look a lot into it, and she does have like a very arrogant, weird yeah. personality. And I think it like shows on screen. Mm-hmm. There was rumors that them um, they were looking for a cast for Myra Jade. You know, Myra Jade, Luke Skywalker's. And they expanded the universe. Mara mm-hmm. Jade was kind of like Luke Skywalker's love interest. She became a super powerful Jedi too. Because uh-huh. I think they're rebooting the entire Star Wars universe as they fucked it up with those last three movies. But uh-huh. there were rumors of her being casted as Mara Jade. And John Favreau and Dave Filoni immediately Damn. said, that's a no-go, dog. Like, we're not yeah. interested on her. <laughs> she's she's not. from. This is the only role I've seen her in. And she just does not seem like a good actress to me yeah she just she seems like a terrible actress like it's just flat and it's boring i feel yeah. nothing in either direction she feels forced and not it's organic weird. she feels like she's playing a role like you like where you see like if you look at the falcon and the winter soldier both bucky and and, and all everybody on that show yeah felt it, like it felt like they were the character and i think uh, to be fair uh sebastian stan and anthony mackie outside of the show obviously are yeah. like really good friends yes. and it kind of translates in and they're phenomenal too. yeah actors, but she like. just I, i'm just i don't that's the only time they've let me down so i have high hopes for marvel moving forward with like what they're doing so um shout out to loki for bringing the potato salad yes. um, to the cookout this week uh i was very pleasantly surprised yeah, by man. how much i actually give a fuck it i loved really it good. <laughs> yeah i was really bummed when i saw that it was one episode i was well like, he said like, fuck the actor uh, said that the episode that he's excited for people to see is number three and number four. So mm-hmm. for those weeks, bro, you better I'm be excited. paying attention. I'm like. excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, okay, so uh, I have another Seinfeld episode for you guys this week. So we're doing another mixed bag of like questions. Um, I just wanted listen. I just want to have a little bit of fun. Uh, it's been it was Let's a long it. ass fucking week. Yeah, God dog. damn it, this week was an asshole it's been a long year and a half man <laughs> yeah so i just wanted to have some fun today so we're gonna do another seinfeld episode so this week um at the family table um i told you guys that we're gonna be you know bringing back you know some some fan favorites that we haven't seen in a long time because you know of covid and all that shit so uh the Fuck original <laughs> the original fan favorite Jordan Pinkston is back, everybody. Hello. Hello. Everybody loves Jordan. Also Hello. now known as Thick Boy Jorpy. Thick, 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 thick. thick, 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 thick. thick. Yeah. <laughs> Two C's at the end of each of those. <laughs> he is uh, a quarter of the host of Don't Trust the Edit podcast, produced by myself under the Sweet Talkers Network. Mm. Hello, boys and girls. Uh, hello, host of that show. How you doing? What's up? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little lit uh we're on a little litty we're on a walk we're on a walk uh some of us are on a walk today um also this is a person who i honestly after their first and second appearance i have one i have tried to get him back <laughs> over and over and over again and then covid happened and then here we are he is. You were like an instant fan favorite. Oh man! Back in season That's two, amazing. Hobby. <laughs> he was part of the Battle of the Sexes series and um, Dick Mountain. <laughs> yes, yes. And that, that's actually the King of Dick Mountain. Carlos is back, everybody. So <laughs> Carlos, how you been, man? It's good to see you. Man, it's been a pretty rocky past year and a half, man. Twenty twenty was um, aside from having to go to court again. Uh, 
fight for my kids again. We thank God and came out on top again. COVID almost killing me, man. Yeah. Spent two and a half weeks with COVID and double pneumonia. I had to get hospitalized. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little oh, bit later. Man. We're gonna and talk about that. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. And then I'm glad you're here though, man. Yeah, me too, man. And then you know, but this I got married in my backyard. Woo! In front nice, of three dude. people. <laughs> um, I love my wife. She's the most wonderful woman. I mean, I still can't believe it, man. I still, honestly, I'm in shock. Like, she's fucking perfect. I remember the last time you were here. I don't think you guys were engaged yet. And I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think it was about to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, man, you were, you were speaking the same way about her then. So, it's good to see that, you know, things are still... It's weird, so man. It's the first time I had been in a relationship with as longer the time goes, the more I love her and the happier I am. That's amazing. Uh, the more sure I am. And That's dude, really awesome. Don't get me wrong, man. Like I, I still look at a it's a hot chick on the street. I look at her booty, but I don't look at her the same way. You feel? <laughs> so things have changed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, congrats. That's really awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's been. I'm glad to be back, man. I'm glad to be able to work out again, which yeah, I thought yeah. I wasn't gonna be able to do. Like I'm. I'm glad life is finally, and I'm I'm glad to be here, man. I'm I'm really I miss you both of you guys. I miss you, you too, told man. Me that Jordan was gonna be here. I was so pumped about it. <laughs> it's like fuck, I love Jordan. <laughs> everybody right loves Jordan. <laughs> Not everybody. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get this thing started. So, um, really quick, I have some. I have some interesting questions in here. Some of these, um, if I get to a question that's that's on your line or past your line, just say so, and we'll like you know. You know, we'll work around it. No well, like, deal. I can't do, like, like, you know, I don't. No, I'm just saying, you know, some people may not want to talk about certain things. So they may not, you know, Listen, feel comfortable. If I, you if know, I, I cry, just try to, I cry. I just try to I'm, be I'm respectful. Op- I'm an open book when it comes trying to. Trying to be respectful. Tears for days. <laughs> Depressed boy, Jorby. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start. You know, the tradition on the show is anytime I do a Seinfeld episode, we have to start with a sex or a sexual question of some sort, right? Yeah, yeah let's Hit go. It. So that's what we're going to do. So question love, number... Love, love sex. Question <laughs> number one. Are you a shooter or an oozer? Wait, what? You know what that is. I'm a shooter for sure, bro. You're a shooter? Yeah, it, I, had it, girls, <laughs> I had girls tell me like, God damn, man. <laughs> like when they feel it, when they feel it, pop them in the back. <laughs> I thought everybody shot like three, four feet loads. <laughs> yeah, I'm a shooter as well. Yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. Wait, I feel like an oh, oozer feels terrible. It just kind of like, like comes I out, like yeah. I would just call them toothpaste. So you're a shooter as well, yeah, then? Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't know that there was uh, another thing. Yeah, there's another thing. Yeah, they just it's kind of oozes out. It doesn't really shoot or anything. I'm definitely a shooter. Like I've been like jerking off before and definitely like you know disrespecting myself and hit myself in the face. <laughs> like wow, that oh. was kind of rude, bro. Yeah, I, I like. I, mean, I just use a shirt at the, at the end of the day. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm fun. like I'm like free flowing, and then when I know that I'm getting ready to get to a spot, I'm like, all right, let's put a ten over this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I bet if you slow mode that, that <laughs> where my shirt gets hit with my nut shot, oh my the God. shirt would just like go, like it that would just like lift. A fucking bit. ridiculous! <laughs> yeah, I couldn't use a shirt, man. It's just gonna get all yellow. It's just you're yeah. the floor or the wall or whatever the fucking goes. That's the wall. <laughs> no <Nah>, shirt. <laughs> you have a shirt that you just have it. Okay, have a load for your loads. <laughs> <laughs> that's it so you just have you just have you have some shirts in rotation jello stained shirts no <laughs> they're not yellow stained if no. you wash them no it does get yellow it no does. it doesn't it does then then maybe use a gray shirt maybe you're not wearing the shirt to why like do we wear. have to use a shirt why I'm, are we stuck on a shirt i'm using the shirt listen i'm not using a sock have you ever tried to use a sock like it no, feels terrible i don't do that i never 
never understood. I always ask why people like use socks. Like it, this is like it's weird. Drug burn. Yeah. It hurts. <laughs> Your dick. Like, like no thanks. I'm like, uh, yeah, no wonder you last for eight minutes, bro. Like, <laughs> oh man. You have no sensitivity. You scrubbed all of the fucking flesh off your wee wee. <laughs> all right. Next question. Um, what stereotypes about your culture are true or are derived from truth and which ones are not? And are super like annoying or whatever. I, I got a good one for this one. All right, go um, ahead. Which one is true? Um, the fact that we're late all the time, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why, man. I didn't notice that until I moved to the United States. I come from an island, man, and mm-hmm. people always have the attitude: no matter how bad shit gets, man, you're always relaxed, man. As long as we're together, everything is good, baby. Yeah. We're not, we're not, you know, we're not stressing. Like it's fine. Everything's gonna get taken care of. And if you look at your life and all the shit that goes through your life, you're always hurrying. You're always like gonna. What's a hurry, man? Like yeah. you're gonna get there. Everything that needs to happen is gonna happen. Right. And so I think that is true, and it's not necessarily. It's perceived as a bad thing, but mm-hmm. I want people to take something from it. It's like it's not a bad thing, man. Like, right, right, right. Don't, don't hurry yourself. Enjoy your life. Like just be happy, man. Like everything is gonna happen the way yeah. it should happen. It's just chill. <laughs> just it's chill, just chill, bro. Like, so if if I, when I show up two hours late, I'm just it's just chill, man. Relax. <laughs> like in Puerto Rico, if I invite you, if I invite you to a party, right at uh-huh. eight p.m. In the United States, I have to account for people getting there at 8 p.m. or mm-hmm. around 8 p.m. In Puerto Rico, if I say a party's going to be at 8 p.m., people are going to start showing around 10. Shit's mm-hmm. not going to start popping until 12. You know what's really interesting is, like, I'm a very punctual person. Yeah. Like, I'm extremely punctual. Uh, my boyfriend is not, like, at oh, all. <laughs> so, like, what I'm finding is that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at certain, like, situations. I'm like, okay. Is this something that we absolutely have to be on time for? Yes. Like, so let me, like, relax. My wife's the same way, bro. Let me chill out. Like, I just... And so it's really interesting because that is a stereotype that people have about black people, and I'm just not that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so something... But some things can come from truth. Some some, some don't, I think, personally. I did a whole episode of stereotypes back in, like, season one. And I think, you know, some of them do come from truth. Some of some bullshit. But yeah, you know. I, I do agree. I think some some come from truth. For, for sure, man. Like, yeah. And I think that's for every culture. I think that's yes. why I asked the question. You know what I mean? Like, what about... I, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what white people... Uh, I don't know, because I like stay away from stereotypes. I try to stay away from stereotypes as much as possible. Uh, I mean, what are all... Let's see. I mean... <laughs> there are a lot of stereotypes about white people. I know. What's it, give me some, and I'll tell you if they're true. There are huh? a lot of stereotypes about white people. Give me some. No, it's going to sound like I'm being a dick if I say it. Well, one thing I don't like about white people, sometimes it's like, why do you guys <laughs> hey, eat the, the... Wait, wait, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Carlo, Carlo said, I'll jump in. I got it. I'm ready. <laughs> why do white people... Why do white people always eat food that has no fucking flavor, man? Like Jesus, and it's and it's delicious. It's delicious too. Like they they think it's wonderful. Put seasoning on this shit, man. Put put spice if you like it. Yeah, but I can't speak to that because like I only really want to eat food that has like really good flavor. You know what I mean? And and you are different. In that way, right? But that's the thing is, like, I'm gonna be different than most of these stereotypes, I think, because like, but you, but you've seen them up close. You've seen them in nah, different ways than we my have. Family, no, listen, my, ooh, yo, my family, we're southern dog. They're putting seasoning in everything. <laughs> like it, it wasn't like it, oh goddamn. Like, listen, the beef stew that my sugar would make. That's my great grandmother. Yeah, sugar, sugar. That's adorable. Uh, uh, Berta B. Willis. Come on, Berta. Yes, Miss Berta. I love that. <laughs> 
Berta B. Willis. Uh, oh, her fucking beef stew was so good. And then my mommy ma, she would make the, that's my grandma, she would make the best fucking stuffing in the mashed potatoes. And then Aunt Nancy makes the fucking mac and cheese that just, ooze. it's an, it's, it's a, the it's ASMR an oozer. voice. It's an oozer, not a shooter. Uh, <laughs> uh, that mac and cheese is busted. Oh awesome. my gosh. So who was making the banana sandwiches though? I need to know who made oh, the banana. Oh, so sandwiches. that's my mom. My mom is okay. who got me. And that, so I guess that's Nana. That's that's her mom. I don't know actually. I I don't know who my mom's the one who introduced it to me because my dad doesn't eat them. So it's just me and my, my mom and I are the only ones that eat them. So I don't know where she got it from. Yo, but here's the thing. Everyone should try it. The No. The, yes. No. The, there's the, the no creaminess. eating bananas. The creaminess of the mayonnaise. No. And the, the, mm. the banana, the sweetness of mm. the banana mm. with Wonder Bread. This is a white with stereotype. Like pota- with potato, this is one right here. With potato, <laughs> with like potato bun, potato bread. Mm-mm. Oh my and then God. it like sticks to the roof of your mouth a little bit. Oh, I wouldn't Carl, even try you gotta use your tongue. You gotta use your tongue to like oh! scrape it off. That is fucking disgusting. Yes, that's Listen, goddamn disgusting. No, dude, chefs across the world no, would fucking die. That, for that's that. no, that that right there is some white shit. No, that's so that enough. Is, that's enough to make an oozer a shooter. No. <laughs> like, like we just changed your fucking ammo package. That's enough. Yeah. We just gave you an upgrade. Fucking gross. Then I'm, I'm gonna tell you something though. But white people are so different, man. You have so many different types of white people. People, white people oh, yeah. I think are the well, most we acclimate. people on planet Earth, man. <laughs> we appropriate and we acclimate because we don't really have our own culture, right? That is like, very true. We are, we are like... Uh, Maybe that's why it's so hard for you to answer this question because y'all don't yeah. have a fucking yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're kind of like jackfruit where we don't have a flavor. We just kind of take on whatever yeah, yeah. we're blended with. Like we're cauliflower. You know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> We can kind of do like, uh, listen, I can make... make, make I can make a... I can become a great Asian dish if you throw some soy sauce in here. I can oh be gosh. a great... Yeah, I can be a lot of things. I don't think I don't even know if you guys realize, but um, black culture is becoming popular culture at this point. Oh yes, like everything urban is popular. Yes, yeah. So it's not even like it's almost getting to the point. Unfortunately, where it's going to be difficult, even though it is appropriation. It's going to be so like tied into like pop culture that people are just going to think oh this is just i'm just being me no you are no, you're stealing. still being black yeah you're stealing yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm conflicted about cultural appropriation man because in, in my personal opinion it's like hey man if you love my shit i'm more than willing to share with you and, and teach you and make yeah. you love the same way i do man but that's not that's not that's not, that's not appropriation that right there is that's appreciation that's yes. cool okay. the appropriation comes when they act we like this. we did we this. did it we did it we oh, did that's it not cool, bro. or <laughs> or if you do it and as as a as a as a latin man and you you are persecuted for it, but they do it and they praise for right. it. That's also appropriation. Yes. Oh yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So that's where that comes <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, it's when privilege yeah. allows you to be praised for something, something that was villainized in, in another. Person. Like when, like when the Kardashians wear mm-hmm. like uh, wear cornrows, they wear their braids, right? And it's it's a fashion thing. Oh, oh my gosh, it's wonderful, it's amazing. But a black woman with braids, like going into the office, is looked at as unprofessional. Yeah, and dude. she can't wear those. That's so weird, though, man. <laughs> yeah. So that that's that's where it comes from. That's that's the issue. Unfortunately, this think, planet is trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in the garbage. The whole thing. Speaking of which, okay, if we're gonna talk about you know things that have to do with you know race and stuff like that, how, especially in this last year and a half, two mm-hmm. years, how is it with your interracial friendships? How are you able? to do that like carlos with like your white friends or jordan with your black friends or or how does that 
how has how has that been looking for you over the past year? Has it been challenging? Has it been what types of conversations have been had? Like those sorts it's, of things. It's been interesting to say the least. You can go ahead, Virgil. Yeah, I actually feel like I feel honestly most at home within my interracial friendships. Okay. Uh, I feel like I can definitely be myself in in those spaces more than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I feel like you and I have actually connected really well over the past year. Yeah. Specifically. Um, and I think just because we've both had to walk through some bullshit. Right, of course. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know, man. Like, you know, like I'm currently walking through like a separation right now. And yeah. so, uh, so for me, like my focus hasn't even been like, my focus has just been on like, all right, who supports me? Right. Right. Now? right you know what right. I mean? I, and man, I don't say, I literally don't say this to sound like a fucking idiot, but like for me, like my friendships don't look like a color wheel right now. It just looks like whoever the fuck is showing up. You know what I mean? Okay, I, and, got, I get you. But honestly, the people that are showing up are are my interracial relationships more than most. You know gotcha. what I mean? I, I, I think I, I know why, though, man. In a, in a personal... um, When I got my job at Microsoft as an engineer, like the first person to call me when I told them on the phone was a black friend of mine mm-hmm. that I know for many years when I went through my struggle with the stuff that was going on with my um, kid's mom the first time he would cook for me man yeah. we became really close dude and he's my brother dude my daughter was the flower girl at his wedding and he called me and he was like hey man he was uh, he's from Detroit where the water problem was happening yeah, yeah, yeah. his dad was a crackhead you know and his, his mom had three jobs black single woman three yeah. jobs and we went through similar struggles growing up. He said, hey, man, I want to show up at your house to celebrate because mm-hmm. I know hmm. nobody else is going to understand you like I do. That's awesome. And he showed some that's whiskey. Dope. like, And we dude, we had a fucking great night, man. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, so for me, I think the beauty is in variety, man. It's been difficult hmm. to have some conversation with some people because I feel like I have some specifically more than anything white friends that are I don't think they're particularly racist, but they have racist leftover tendencies from their past that they justify as normal things based on their how they grew up. Okay. And having to explain to them that certain things are not okay and like having to it's a difficult conversation but i feel it's a conversation we should have of course like people should talk about this thing because this is the way we fix problems by talking not by trying to make my my opinion the sole opinion or like not letting you talk or you know having somebody else's voice more loud no man every boy should be here equally man right equally and i think um it's been difficult in some cases man for, for the most part uh it's given me a little bit of hope and understanding that we all kind of think similarly. We just don't agree in certain corners of this stuff for the most part. Obviously, there's some people who are shit human beings. but <laughs> And there's some people that are great. But for the majority of the people, I think this brings me a little bit more hope. Like, the media has not portrayed properly. Like, a lot, they portray a lot of the white people as racist. And I do think, you know, obviously, there's, there's definitely for sure a lot of white people racist people but Mm -hmm. it's not as much as they wanted to look your average person is a struggling working person and they just don't have that exposure i think exposure is what a lot of white people lack against minorities because every time you have a white person and they have like hispanic friends or black friends they fucking love them and it's the reason why they didn't feel that way before is because they didn't have that exposure but see at some point though like i mean 
you 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 can expose yourself to different types of people if you choose to mm-hmm. so at some point it has to be, become a choice you know like so if you know that okay i may live in a neighborhood where everybody looks like me maybe instead of you know shopping in this neighborhood or maybe instead of going to this farmer's market or maybe i'll go somewhere maybe i'll expose myself to different people that way maybe i can actually maybe begin to have organic friendships with people who don't look like me you have to expose yourself to those types of environments so if you're going to continue to go to your local whole foods or continue to go to you know your spin class with your other moms who drive you know black yukon denali's with your your two children and your your golden (laughs) retriever like if you're going to then you're never going to be exposed to anything different so you're going to continue to have the same mindset so for me honestly i don't it's not really much of any excuse to 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 be ignorant or to not have exposure to it's whether you want to or not or what you feel comfortable with so being tone deaf is not an excuse for me at this point i think it's willful ignorance um if you don't have at least some sort of education about the way that the world is working so i'm having i've I've had to have very particular conversations or some you know over the past year and a half i've unfortunately at least with one person i had to just like completely just cut the friendship off no conversation no questions asked nothing because i didn't like what was being said and as a black gay man there's just certain things that it's impossible for you to be able to be like actual friends with me and love me for real and have these types of views yes and i I don't and i don't feel like having a conversation to try to explain to you why that's wrong i I I don't feel like doing it yeah i I got a few friendships myself man like it's gotten to a point where especially when some people started voicing their opinion which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. It was blatantly clear yeah. that you're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's up. Or you're a homophobe. Like, yeah. And my problem with racist and homophobic people, it's not that they're racist and homophobic people. It's when they act like they're not. That is my ah, problem. Got you. Got if you, you straight you, up you, said, you. hey, man, I don't like black people. I don't like gay people. I don't like Hispanics. I don't like women. Whatever the right, fuck right. you want. Like, uh, or women, you know, working on jobs, which women also have a predicament where... And some places are frowned upon having jobs. And yeah, they're supposed yeah. to be in the house, in the kitchen, and, and all that shit. I mean, all that's true, though, right? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> if, you, joke. if your name is Lou, yeah. <laughs> that's a terrible joke. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But in that case, I if that's your opinion, then yeah, stay the fuck away from me. Have your opinion. Right, right. But don't act like we're cool and like you understand when you're Yeah, we don't need to do that. Out. We yeah, don't have to do that. Yeah, like, let's not do that shit, time. bro. Like, yeah. I can agree with that. But yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, so like, you know, if the rest of the world is engaging in technology and we're evolving and we're growing, Mm -hmm. we don't slow down because these pockets choose not to access the same technology that we have. Right. We continue to grow and evolve. So like, yes, there are pockets of spaces where people just don't have access to people that don't look like them mm-hmm. but they do like they have tv they're gonna get residual yeah, they're gonna yeah, get yeah. watered down they're gonna get hand-me-downs from the local like they're gonna get the stuff do you know what i mean like it's gonna be in the goodwill and i'm not trying to be like a shitty but i'm just saying like yeah. no matter what like like they're going to have the same access eventually to that those spaces, especially entertainment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if they're watching any Marvel movies, if they're watching... If Mountain Dew can get to them, fucking, like, <laughs> how to not be a racist piece of shit can get to yeah. them. If Sesame Street, NPR, like, you know what I mean? Like, the access is there. A lot of it, too, is just... Uh 
just not being a fucking asshole. Like yeah. a good chunk of of this this shit is just not being a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like if you could do that, I feel like also some of it is just minding your fucking business. Yeah, that's actually most of it. I think that's, I that's, think that's a that's, huge I minding that's your goddamn like 90% business. Of it. As long as what you're doing is not negatively impacting me right. or the people that I love. I really Amen. don't give a and fuck more, what morally, you do. Morally, we can all agree upon that. Yeah, it's so, just once you bring in the concept of God or whatever, then you bring uh, in you bring in the need to 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 create boundaries around people's decisions and choices yeah, yeah, yeah. that they can access for themselves. Which that's what the church did. Is it uh, without consent? it chose to put boundaries on everyone's life. So like whether I have subscribed to the Christian faith or not, I have people that are going to force and put expectations of their boundaries on me without my consent, without me saying, I want to abide by these sets of rules. And so now I'm held accountable for things. This nation is held accountable by a Christian standard that most of us don't even abide by. Like we don't, yeah, we yeah. don't even, we didn't sign up for. Well, the you know people I mean? who enforce them themselves don't abide by those right. rules. Right? Exactly. <laughs> they don't at all, at all. So it just blows my mind that like, yeah. Well, it's the same. A lot of people, man. Like I, uh, those dudes are all oozers, not shooters. <laughs> <laughs> You're really leaning in on that, aren't you? Yeah. Just leaning in. I just I learned. It. I just learned about it. You know, <laughs> you know when you find it's out about of... something you love, and you so just... oozers are not as su- so, so shooters no, are superior. Honest, We're superior. Honestly, I agree with honest, him. Yeah, I think I, shooter is superior. Here's my thing: is like <laughs> a shooter is a gift because it's a surprise. Like no <laughs> one's having sex with an oozer, and they're going. Oh, what's that? Like, you know what I mean? But like, if you're having sex with a shooter, you're like, what? Like, it's like, it's like, it's like popping you. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's a sound effect on some level that's happening inside that box. Inside that box, huh? Inside that body. Body. No box. Box is fine. I mean, box is okay. I don't get it though, because it's not really a box. It's not. Also, you learned the other night that eating pussy is—it's silky and and, oh my fucking god, stop it! We don't do that on this show. I know, but listen, listen. When (laughs) we talk about sucking dick on this show, when your when your love was like, babe, babe, that's what it's. It tastes like iron and it's silky. I was like. Hell yeah, dude. That's what it is. <laughs> My boyfriend said eating pussy tasted like iron. That's what he said. Well, that, that's what I, <laughs> that's yeah. What he, said. He, he he was like, no, that's fucking it. I get it now. That's None of my experience, though. <laughs> I just. It's a healthy pH. That's gross, man. <laughs> that shit, that's fucking disgusting. No, thank you. We, it's no. so good, dude. It's dick only I, on the I, hey I love Hey, it guys. Too. I love eating pussy. So. <laughs> Hey guys, we only suck dick on this show. That's no, I'm not sucking any. We if the listen if that dick is a clit, let's go. Oh my god! Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to this question. It's actually, I'm going to go here. Um, have you ever been, or do you think you ever could be trans attracted, attracted to a trans woman? I could, yo, yeah. I mean, like just visually. Yeah. Oh, completely. Would you ever like date one? I don't know how. I think the I think the penis would probably just get to my head. Well, especially if their penis was bigger than mine. (laughs) And here's the thing, man. Like, that's not a long shot. That's like (laughs) (laughs) you're killing me, man. Oh my god! Listen, I just got to listen. So I need I need I'm shitting the bed early. I people need to know. Like, are giving a okay? So let me help you a little bit here. So. Um, some trans people 
from what I understand, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the encyclopedia on trans people, but from what I understand, some trans women choose to keep their genitals they were born with. Yeah. Right. But a lot of them um, have a surgery mm-hmm. that. Um, Contrary to popular belief, it's not chopped off or anything. It's actually mm. split and inverted. Yeah. And put in. So they don't have, you does know, it, but, the okay, penis so I guess, anymore, I guess, Jordan. I, yeah, the penis I get, is gone. I get that. I get that. But there's like, I guess, and I guess I should have a question with a trans person, but do they enjoy sex at that yes. point? It's still pleasurable. Ask, do they have feelings? Yeah, it's still pleasurable. That? Like, so it's like um, everything, from what I understand, again, they use everything of the penis except for the testicles. Everything else is used. So they pretty much, they split it um, half mm-hmm. and then half again, and then they turn it inward. And so the same um, T- uh, tissue the tissue is still there, so you're still going get, to get, get sensation mm-hmm. still. Um, and what happens is um, after the surgery, and they use like the, the skin from, uh, I guess, the scrotum to create like the lips and the whole the whole situation so it's a, it's a whole thing i'm gonna have to google that thing yeah and they, and they use dilators to keep it from after the surgery to keep it from like closing shut um for a certain amount of time and yeah that's impressive yeah i'm not saying so it's, it's a really impressive surgery what it I'll, really is what I'm, definitely say, gonna google that. I wanna, I'm curious about it now what i'll say is i've never given it a thought but i wonder if i if i like gave it enough thought like about like being open to something like that, I wonder where I would get. So I'm not saying that I like, I'm fully like saying no, that I wouldn't participate or like entertain the idea of that. I don't know. Okay. Fair. For me, I think attractive people are attractive people, man. Like, you okay. know, I'm, I don't like penises personally, <laughs> aside from mine. But <laughs> love that motherfucker, but Dick Mountain. <laughs> Dick Mountain. <laughs> but, but I think attractive people are attractive people, man. Like, I'm, yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. I mean, I could definitely women, get attracted. Guy, women, yeah. Trans, like, yeah. It's I'm, lit. I'm just saying, like, on pretty, a level like, of like boinking. That I mean, I would just have to figure. I would have to yeah. think through some things. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. Okay. Interesting. Uh, let's take a break, actually. And we get back. The first thing we're going to talk about. Um, the first question is going to be. What has this last year, year and a half, uh, done to and for you? Oh fuck! That's where we're gonna start. We're gonna start there, but I promise we're gonna end on a on a on a lighter note. But we're gonna start there when we get back. So we're gonna do bop of the week, and then we'll come back with that. Cool. Hey y'all, what's up? <laughs> this week's bop of the week is Ascension. Don't ever wonder by Maxwell. Of course, it's a fucking classic. Um, I was just kind of in the mood for this this week. So I said I'm going to bring it to Bob of the Week this week. So how do you guys feel about this song? Uh, have you heard it before? No. Um, you never heard this before? Never heard a song. I actually, I love percussion. So I uh, love the, the beat of the song. Yeah. The drum playing, it was amazing. The only part I didn't understood too much was the song. What What's the meaning behind it? Pretty much is saying that like he should have realized that she was everything like there there there's no there's nothing better there's nothing higher than yeah yeah i got that part but it's like do they did they were had a relationship or and then separated or or? that that's what i that's what i get from it yeah okay 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 yeah okay so he's sad yeah yeah okay but like at the same time like an admonish like like just adoration of her at the same time like that's that's what it gives me like I love, I love this song. It feels good. Like you can't do anything, but like you have to dance to it. You gotta kind of move. Like it's nice. Jordan, I love the beat of it. Does Jordan hate it? 
No, it felt great. Okay. Yeah, no, I loved. I was like, God, this is, I wish I was like really high or really drunk right now. <laughs> like, I, I would definitely move a lot to it. Yeah. I um. Part of me is like, oh, should I like get a playlist for like if I ever have a black girl over? Like, do I need to have two separate playlists? Because I don't think. Not every black person listens to the same things, Jordan. Yeah, but I don't think y'all are listening to what I'm listening to. Dude, just tell them, like, hey, man, put, your, put whatever you want on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Let them that, pick. There's that, too. Yeah. There's also yeah, that. If Megan the Stallion comes on, I am going to be like, I can't give you this. <laughs> I can, I... And that is perfectly fine as well. <laughs> Megan's, Megan the Stallion would li- quite literally destroy me. Which I'd be down... <laughs> listen... I wouldn't make it 10 seconds with her. Meg is gorgeous, man. Yeah. Meg, Meg is... I yeah. Google hold the other day. I was like, God dang it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, this week's Bob of the Week is Ascension. Don't Ever Wonder by Maxwell. Most of y'all, if not all of y'all, know this fucking song. So it's on the playlist on Apple Music for Bob of the Week Season 4. And with that said, let's get back to the fucking show, bitch. All right. We back, bitch. Question before we left was... What has this last year, year and a half or so, done to you and or for you? How do you, how do you feel about this whole thing? It's been a wild, wild time. That's to say the least. It's been yes. a wild time. Listen, twenty twenty and twenty twenty one can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I'm gonna be as serious as I can. Um, I mean, naturally, no, 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 naturally, I mean, this has been the hardest year and a half of my life, uh, specifically the last half year transitions are hard, right? Like, yeah, like, uh, and especially when they just happen, happen overnight, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so like having to navigate a lot of that and realize like, oh, I'm like not the person that I was before I even got in this relationship or I'm not, right. whatever, because for me, mine is like all relational right now. Um, and then I also like knowing that I just have, I have depression and so I have mm-hmm. to monitor that and I have to like, this has been a season where I've tried to drink just a really a lot of fucking alcohol to like just try and yeah, like yeah. not feel anything. Yeah. But what I realize is, I end up having the hardest days mentally after those days because yes. it really does chemically destroy. Mm-hmm. You smoke weed, man. <clears throat> yeah. It's healthier for you. Well, I know, but listen, sometimes you just want to not, you literally don't want to feel anything. Eat some edibles. Like you literally. No, 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 no. I, you feel, who are you talking to? You, you motherfucker. You mother. Let's talk about dosing for a second. You told me. And my ex-wife, a dose that we should utilize, and you were incorrect. You were you were so fucking far off. Oh, hilarious! That we were high for. T- I had to help her fucking breathe. She was like, "I don't know how to breathe," and I'm like, "Dog, me neither." So like. Let's go, That's Carl. P- I think it was Carlton Peterson, by the way, or Carl Peterson. I think is okay. the. I, I know that you were talking about it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, no, actually, the problem that happens when you get too high is all you think about is what you're feeling. So, like, no, 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 no. I'm good with like blackout booze, drunk. Like that. That was what I want. Eat mushrooms, man. 
Oh, I know, dude. Wow. You, mushrooms are terrible. Mushrooms are sketchy. No. You are like, you're like trying to get me into <laughs> shit that just makes me like have bad trips and just. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. If you eat a little bit, yeah, you can't control the trip. But I'm talking about eat enough where you're like hanging out with Kurt Cobain, Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, what? You know what I'm saying? Tupac. And the okay. Same these thing all, these all dead people. I don't know how I feel. This feels like exactly. I'm going to die. It sounds exactly. like. No, 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 no. You're not going to die. You're just going to transcend. You're gonna. Am go I gonna to transcend or transition? Which one is happening? No, transcend. <laughs> temporarily, temporarily for okay. a few hours. <laughs> I'm out. I'm, yeah, no thanks. Or microdosing, man. Microdosing will help you. It helped me a lot. I mean, personally, it helped me a lot with my uh, depression and my um, anxiety um, disorder. And um, kind of don't want to talk about this, but I'm gonna talk about it. I have PTSD. I have PTSD for years, and um, I had to, you know. Oddly enough, if you even you can Google this, it happens to a lot of immigrants, um, you know, moving to another country mm-hmm. and the circumstances that I moved into, like sleeping on the floor, walking to my job, like, mm, yeah, you yeah. know, my brother will help me too a lot, but it was just a different language, different culture. I mean, yeah, wow. You know, I always felt for, for years too, you know, how people, f- you feel when you go to a new gym and you feel mm. like everybody's looking at you and you're the different. The, yes, the, the, exactly. That's how I felt everywhere all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For years, man. And, you know, that and the circumstances that happened with, the, you know, the mother of my kids and having mm. to fight for custody of my kids, yeah, sleeping yeah. on the floor again, yeah, risking yeah. losing everything I work for, like, yeah. you know, and mushrooms did help me a lot, man. Um, um, and they have made studies about this and you don't have to do like a large dose mm-hmm. you can microdose right. where you barely feel it right. and mm-hmm. it just takes a little bit longer but it did help me a lot man and I'm not stranger to talking about mental health issues man I mean I have yeah. anxiety and I, I used to have pretty bad depression right now I think I'm the best I've been in, in years um, I see a therapist um, and it's helping me inc- incredibly man to just seek help and understand yeah. like I'm not alone, man, and this is just things I have to work through. Yeah, and, yeah. and it, it it my quality of life has significantly increased, man. Um, mm. Recently, is taking a little bit of a hit because one of my best friends, that um, the one I was talking about, that told me about the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Called me Friday to tell me, hey, man, um, I want to let you know where I am, and I'm like, what's up, dog? And he goes like, um, I'm in a divorce, and I'm like, what? And him and his wife were the ones who helped me through that shit. He said, oh, um, wow. my wife has been having an affair. Oh, and no. I'm done with this shit. No. And all I told him was like, hey, man, um, I love you, dude. You were there for me. And it goes without saying, I'm going to be there for you. As long right, as I have right. life, dude, you have right. a place to stay, food to eat. And if you need money, I'll give you money. And whatever the fuck you need that I don't have, we'll figure the shit out. Right, then I will right. get it for you. Whatever the fuck you yeah. need, man, you're going to get back through this shit. And I'm going to be here for you. And that has like brought up some shit for me, man. Like, yeah. um like that same night I had like a horrible nightmare and like had like a little bit of a panic attack and you know thankfully my wife is super understanding of that shit mm. you know so it's been but it's been it's been difficult man so my advice is just seek, seek help man seek a therapy dude like yeah yeah I mean I'm in I'm in the those spaces I think uh, I think um, at the end of the day like it it's just it's kind of grounded me more in like like I am who I have at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I am who pays my bills. I am who like gets me to work. I am who micromanages myself to like, I, I do everything, you know what I mean? And yeah. so like that's who at the end of the day, I need to be like really focusing on and trying to take, yeah. take full advantage of the season to grow in, you know? And, um, 
you know, I think it sucks because I, I, I wish I would have done that within my marriage because there's a way to think like, oh, had I been pouring into myself, would would things have turned out differently? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's a way to always go like, oh, yeah. if I'd have reallocated my energy here or here. But like at the end of the day, like, bro, I didn't know that it was fucking broken. So like, right. I didn't know that I needed to do that. I thought that I everywhere I was reallocating, I thought everywhere I was allocating was, was good. But what I now understand and I think while it's a terrible awakening, I wish that I had learned it early, early, early on is that nothing is permanent. Yep. And like everything that you think is permanent and everything that you think it's you're going to have for the rest of your life, bro, it's, there's a good chance that it just won't be there. Like maybe even in two years. And like, that's not to like be afraid of everything. That's to say like fucking drink deep right now. Fucking drink deep the good days and figure out how to drink deep the bad days. You know what I mean? Like fucking fight for whatever you want to fight for. Mm-hmm. Fighting is the most important part, man, and and I'm glad you have that uh, train of thought of like nothing is permanent. Yeah, man, nothing is permanent. And um, 2020 um, was a revealing year for me. Everybody knows I'm a super optimistic person. Yeah, yeah. I'm a loving human being. I love everybody. I want everybody to be happy. And 2020 was a shocker, man. I went on uh, 2019. I got engaged, and then I started mm-hmm. having problems with the mother of my kids. She obviously I don't think was too happy about that. And right. you know. Uh, started like fighting with her and that turned into a court battle and recustody of the thing right i was gonna get married and then and then i'm getting married in my backyard um and then it was kind of bad in the sense that i thought 2020 was gonna be the perfect fucking year man i was like dude everything is lining up for me man yeah. like my wife got a great you know my at that time caitlin had gotten a better job we were not married yet and then she got an even better paying job yeah and you know my job was not what I wish it would have been or what it used to be, but at least I had a job and I was trying to just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. endure. And the kids were happy. Everything was going great. And then, you know, I had to go to court, man. I married on my backyard. And then after that, um, going through all that, th- that, that shit, man, I thought in the middle of the pandemic, I thought like, hey, man, things can't possibly get any worse. Mm-hmm. And then I fucking got COVID. <laughs> yeah. And... I am partially glad that I got COVID and it almost killed me because I did learn a lot. Okay. Um, the week before I got COVID, man, I was kind of a little bit tired of working out so much and doing jujitsu, and I was mm-hmm. in pretty good shape, man. So I was kind of starting thinking about taking a break from everything, and then mm-hmm. I got COVID, man, and I thought I had a cold, man, like like a cold. And first day I felt kind of like down. I slept like six hours. Second day eight hours. The Call my doctor. He sent me some um, some medicine, and then third day I felt so normal. I felt like a hundred percent normal. I was like, "Shit, I feel perfectly fucking fine." Yeah. When I went, my wife went to Target. I got coffee. Like, it was amazing. And then the fourth day, I started feeling bad. By that Sunday, I had taken a uh, a test Wednesday. Sunday came out that I had COVID, and I was like, "Oh, okay, man. Well, I still kind of feel bad, but it shouldn't be that bad." Second week, it got really bad. Third week, I was dying. (laughs) My wife had packed a bag, and at that point, like, I hadn't showered, like, in four days. I couldn't get out of bed. Wow. I couldn't couldn't even walk, man. Like, Mm. I was breathing, like... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I couldn't sleep because I couldn't breathe, and it kept waking me up. Oh, man. I told her, hey, I want to take a shower. I feel like I smell like shit, which I probably did. <laughs> so I haven't showered in four fucking days. But yeah, yeah. She carried me to the back to the shower and just waited behind the curtain. And um, 
Dude, I take a shower and I start realizing like, oh shit, like everything is moving. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to pass You're out. passing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I told her, I'm passing out. Get me out of here with a little breath that I could. And my wife cleaned me the best. I still had soap on me, uh-huh. put me on the, on the, on the bed. And I had a oxygen pulsimeter. My oxygen was down to 64. Oh, wow. And they tell you if it goes under 90, you have to go to the emergency room. Dude, I was like literally like just trying to stay conscious. Oh, my gosh, man. And my brother had sent me an asthma therapy machine, um, like the medicine. So I took that and my oxygen went back to 84. And I was like, we're going to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. And the hospital was a rebuilding thing, man. On my way to the hospital, I for sure thought I was going to die. I was like, mm. hey, man, I was trying to, you know, and I got to thank to my wife. She's the most amazing woman on planet Earth. I love her to death. And I'm right. for her being... Uh, sexy as shit but, um, <laughs> she was like god damn man ride or die she was there with me like mm-hmm. never complained one fucking time man, i love that the two months and a half that i was like pretty much two and a half months dealing with that yeah you in the hospital that long no i went to the hospital one day and then i got there and as soon as i walked to the hospital they didn't let her in and she almost got into a fight with a cop oh wow she was ah, never, like hey yeah. babe calm yourself so mm. as soon as i walk in they was like oh shit and they was like how old are you and i was like i'm 39 and they were like nope so they rushed me through the back mm-hmm. started doing tests shaved my chest put a lot of stuff on my chest wow. like I, I mean i look rough i felt rough too. yeah 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 <laughs> and then um Doctor comes in and they did an x-ray and she said, hey, I'm going to have to do an MRI. We think you have a collapsed lung and blood clots in your lungs. Oh, my gosh, Carlos. As Dude, I thought, okay, man. At that point, I had texted a few people and told them, like, hey, man, I love you. Thank you for everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. it's, it's like I only managed to text like two or three people because most of the trip was just trying to like appreciate the view on the yeah, way to the hospital because yeah. I thought for sure I'm going to die so I was at, I was oddly enough at peace with it like I mm. was like yeah, man, it is what it is man I wish it would have ended up like this and right. it teach me a lot man when I was in the hospital they uh, they did an MRI on the way to the MRI I saw a dead person on the floor they closed the hospital because the hospital oh. was floor, full and then the doctor comes in and said hey you don't have a collapsed lung and you don't have blood clots but your lungs are extremely swollen Oh, wow. So she said, we are going, we have two options, uh, waiting it out or or taking more extreme measures. However, I can offer you a prototype drug if you would consent to it. And I was like, stick me. <laughs> okay. And, it was uh, that bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, turns out that drug, they give it to people who have 3% chance of survival. Whoa. And both the drug has a 50% chance of working. Oh, okay. So at least I had a 50% chance yeah, yeah, yeah. coming flip, which is better than what I thought I would. And uh, it's funny because the nurse, I told my wife, the nurse, at least the nurse was hot and had a nice ass. I was looking at her yeah. ass. I mean, oh, I'm <laughs> looking at her nice butt. Oh, Carlos is <laughs> an ass man, obviously. <laughs> my wife was just laughing. Obviously. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then the nurse told me like, hey, the side effects, you're going to feel like a bee stung you in your gooch. And I'm like, I can't talk. And I just like, gooch? what? Yeah. Why the gooch? Bro, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> when that they stuck me with the shit. I said, I, I was like normal. I could barely talk, but I was like looking like, what? Does uh-huh. feel shit? Bro. It felt like I sat on a beehive for like 30 seconds to a minute straight. Why? In the gooch. All I, it, it's, it's I'm the, confused. Yes. Not the injection site, but my fucking gooch. Yes. Because they put it through IB. Like, I was, dude, I had like 85, 85 tubes coming out of me. Damn, like, I was like, man. and they put it through IB, and all I felt was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And wow. then it went away, man. And they told me I would know in two hours. 
And I asked the, the doctor, like, in two hours, what's going to happen? She was like, in two hours, we're either going to have to take more drastic measures or you're, we're probably going to see if you can go home. And I'm like, holy shit, man. Wow. So it's either a ventilator or fucking going home. Like, there's no in-between where we can, like, damn, maybe wait this shit out. So as the hour starts passing, the nurse starts like, bringing all the plastic tubes and all that shit. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, man, I'm going to fucking die, dude. They bring a guy from 911. They had the worst people in rooms, and they had me on a room. The rest of the people were on next on the floor or mm. in beds next to the rooms. And the rooms had glass, sorry, the rooms had glass panels. And um, the person in front of me, they'd bring him in, dude, 30 minutes in after I'm waiting for 45 minutes after I'm waiting for my two hours, the guy dies, dude. They come try to rest him, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's going to be me, oh like, gosh. for sure oh in a few gosh. minutes. I'm, I was calm, but I was freaking the fuck out, man. And, dude, an hour passed, and I'm like... <sighs> I think it can be better. Dude, like five minutes pass and the, the doctor comes in and like, how do you feel? And I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty better. It's like your oxygen is going up. Yes. I think I think the drug is going to work on you. And good. I was like, is that good? And it's like, yes, you're going to be fine. And I spent there like another bunch of other hours. I don't know how long. I started feeling a lot better, man. Mm-hmm. Like almost not even 50%, like 30%, but I felt like 2%. Yeah. Like I could at least take walk a little bit. And yeah. Like, and the doctor, I said, so, hey, can I go home? And she was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Under normal circumstances, with how bad you are, I would keep you here for two to three weeks. Mm. She said, but the hospital is closed and mm. we're only keeping people that we are, think are going to die. I'm going to send you home. Mm. But you're going to have to do virtual hospital for, for I think it was like, I did it for like five weeks or something. And so it's pretty much like being on the hospital, but... Your wife or some, the person taking care of you has to be the nurse. Gotcha. Taking all the information and sending them yeah. to them. She said, if you at any point start getting worse, you're going to have to run to the hospital. Yeah. And then uh took another month and a half before I got, I had double pneumonia. I had COVID pneumonia and bacterial pneumonia. Damn, man. But they couldn't treat bacterial because the viral pneumonia would kill me if they treated the bacterial. Right, right, right. So my body still had to fight through that shit. Yeah. And, dude, I went to three cycles of steroids uh, and a prototype drug. I gained 45 pounds, lost a shit ton of my muscle mass, dude. Damn. Like, it was fucking brutal, man. Because the steroids probably made you yeah. gain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for me, the most shocking part was how calm I was when I thought I was going to die. Yeah. And how nothing fucking... Dude, I didn't thought about shit. Mm. I didn't thought about my computer, my, my Xbox, my house, my job. Yeah. None of that fucking shit mattered. It don't matter. The only fucking thing I thought was my family and my friends. Right. And being like, fuck, I'm going to leave them. I wish I would have been there. I feel like I had much more to offer. Right. I hope they're taken care of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the only thing I thought about that, man. And I, when I started getting better, I went to court. Yeah. Things started looking back up, man. And Good. And I, oddly enough, I don't feel 100% yet. I don't feel mm-hmm. like my lungs are 100%, but I feel very optimistic about the future and um, how happy I am, man. I feel like my life is really great, dude. I love my wife. She's the most amazing woman on planet Earth. My kids are healthy. I'm taking care of my mom, too. Like, um, I left in less than favorable ways, but I have a, a different job now working at Microsoft, which is a really nice job, man. And I'm making more money than 
I ever thought I would, but part of me, like, I don't even give a fuck about it, man. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit, man. All I want to do is, like, live life more now. Like, right. enjoy life. I enjoy my friends and, and and be more positive and try to make an impact, impact and, you know, other people, a positive impact. Because I don't know, man. I might die tomorrow. I might die in 50 fucking years from now. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. 2020 fucking started like horrendously midway through it got worse the end got fucking brutal man and yeah. 2021 is picking up a little okay, bit good. <laughs> it's good man god damn that was intense sorry that, no no don't be sorry i'm just like it, i find it so interesting because i've had um conversations with people over the past like year year and a half about like all the, the whole covid thing and you know like some people just didn't take it very seriously and so it's really interesting to hear the other side of it you know um and for it to be a person you know closer to you it's kind of it's it it's 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 a it's a real story now it's not just some some person on on cnn you know so it it was weird too man because the person who gave it to my friend didn't know he had it my friend had like a three or four day cold and that shit almost fucking killed me (laughs) yeah it's interesting how that works yes wow um okay um let's lighten it up a little bit well not really lighten it up but more like taking it in a different direction this is a crazy question do we actually exist what is oh this? i don't know what is this i don't know where are we how do we get here like, what the fuck is going on here loki actually fucked with me like loki actually like when i started watching i was like oh yeah. shit dude the whole idea of timelines impossibilities and then like i think about rick and morty yeah and all of those timelines and like i don't subscribe to the idea of god anymore which then i think actually just opens up way more possibilities Mm -hmm. which is just sketchy as fuck in and of (laughs) itself so like there's sometimes where i'm like dude i'm totally on board with uh um i know the word and i can't think of it right now but like uh (laughs) when somebody's monitoring everything simulation theory oh I'm totally, Matrix, I'm thing. yeah, I'm totally down with simulation theory. I can actually see like that this is just a science experiment about how much bullshit humans will take before they fucking snap. Okay, I mean it's not like it's if you're listening, I I'm close. I'm oh, close. Okay, shit. I, yeah, I I know how that feels too, sir. Um, I'm not sh- I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm really not. Like I'm just. Sometimes, like I, I, you think about it too hard. It, it almost like you get your brain just like scrambles, and it just seems like it can't reach that far. And yeah, I, it's yeah, it's yeah. like that. Like you lose the oxygen, and it's like you're getting too close and to it, the truth. Yeah, and it just takes you back to start. Like that's what it kind of feels like. Because I'm just, I'm like, what is this? Why are people fucking shitty? Like what? I, I don't like. It doesn't compute for me and i'm just like what happens when we are when we're out of here where the fuck do we come from what the, what is a soul like that, that stuff like that like it just it blows i don't get it also, like why the fuck am i here for have, what have you seen have you seen uh surviving death no have you seen surviving death no. all right so there's a shit on netflix it's about um basically like uh paranormal like mediums and stuff like that so communicating with the dead it's got there's episodes about reincarnation that are fucking wild like 
wild. Hmm. I'm I'm curious all that shit. Okay, but it <laughs> yeah, makes you too. go like, okay, like I don't know, I don't subscribe to the idea of God, but I have to subscribe that there's some shit that I don't understand. And it talks about like you know the thing that separates us and like what isn't here is like as thin as a veil. And some people have the eyes for it, and some don't. What is that? I don't know. But like. I know that in this season, I have seen Cardinals more and Ladybugs more, and I've always assigned those to my mommy, ma, and my papa. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I think it's also just the area of Uptown that I live. <laughs> like, there's just a fuck ton of nature. Yeah. But like, at the same time, like, whatever brings hope and joy, I'll fucking take it, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. I'm like starving for it. So I'm like, anything, give me a fucking lifeline, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, so like, it's interesting because it makes me wonder like, what is, what, who's in the room? Who else is in the room? Right. Interesting. Hmm. I I personally think, man, everything is far more complex than we can possibly understand. The concept of God and putting everything into like small cubicles to, I think at the end of the day, we're animals, man. And Mm. we're trying to make understanding of the things that we cannot understand. Right. And animals are shitty, man. So we're trying to control other people, criticize other people for not doing exactly what the fuck we want them to do, how we want them to do it. And... I do believe there's enlightenment and different stuff, but part of the enlightenment is letting it go and understanding that you don't understand and that that is okay. Um, I don't think this is the end, but I also don't think the end is what people think it is. I think everybody's wrong and we're going to be... And for our surprise when we get to... <laughs> I, you know what? I th- and that is where you and I agree 100%. I have always said, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. I don't know what's mm-hmm. right and wrong. But what I do know is that all of us are fucking wrong. And we're going to get <laughs> oh, to wherever yeah. we're getting and we're going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> you mean I should have put emphasis here and not here? Like, that's you mean... fucking crazy. Right. I think that's what it's probably going to we'll be. Go. Or, or fade to black. That too. That's a possibility. I'm you also know? okay with that. Which though. is, I mean, it feels bleak and it feels like uh, so not anymore. Final, but you know, isn't that what it's supposed to be? I guess. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, interesting. I'm okay with the switch just being turned off, and that was it. I wanted. I want to leave good things behind, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like. Dude, if I, I don't care. If I'm not cognizant, I don't really care what's happening. I don't. I don't think uh, personally we're gonna be um, thinking. I don't think we're gonna cease to exist. I forgot the name of the thing that energy does not um, s- disappear. It just transforms. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna transform into something else. Okay. And I think our concept of God. I do believe in God, but I think our concept of God is not particularly how people position it or think exactly. It is. I think it's. It's like trying to explain a five-year-old and can count to five what calculus is like. It's like right, and we're right. trying to make sense of it. Like you don't. And I think that's why, like I was saying <laughs> earlier, like I couldn't like, like you. My brain only gets to a certain point, and it just like scrambles and takes me back to like my first thought because it's like ah, it's just too much. It it, it goes beyond like it's my really, reach. It's layers, and you get so high within that layer that you're like, fuck. I actually don't know where I am in yeah. my thought process. Yep, that is crazy. 
Wow, this this show really did go all over the place, huh? <laughs> it really went all over the place, but it that's how shot like everywhere. It. I kind of <laughs> <laughs> this show just just it was a nut shot everywhere, oh, like God. a five foot nut shot, all over the all over the walls, all over the t shirts. It was not a oozer. <laughs> all over chasing your face. Yeah, work queen. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay, thank you, gentlemen, for coming to do this today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, big dog. It's, it's been pleasure. it's been good to have you all back, and this actually is the first episode of the cookout um we're in year four uh, season four where i am the only black person at the fucking table <laughs> minority this is the first time i'm usually the only hispanic person <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> well i'm the only white person anytime you're at this table i think you're probably the only white person it seems i love it <laughs> i think so um okay he doesn't, he doesn't want that to change <laughs> nope black is beautiful you are correct put your black on me let's do um a good round of be nice asshole um you got here first jordan so you pick your person say something nice about them or memory or whatever you want to say and then they will pick another person and so forth Carlos is the shit, man. I've he known is. you. I mean, I've known you. Oh fuck, I don't know. I've known you. I guess five years, four years. Yep. Um, and I remember like always going into the little workroom, and you were at like that weird ass wooden desk, like you're doing your own thing. But you've always had the same personality. You've always had the same joy about you. Thank you, man. And you've always been somebody who, um, your joy, like. It is contagious and people, so one of the best compliments I've ever received is somebody was like, when people get done hanging out with you, Jordan, they appreciate being who they are. They feel better about who they are after they've spent time with you. People feel better about themselves after they've spent time with you because Thank you've you, encouraged <laughs> them to feel better about themselves, you know? And if your goal in life is just to create a better world, well, baby boy, you've done it. You know what I mean? Like Thank you're you. living appreciate in it, it now. And Honestly, your joy and your ability to say like, okay, yeah, I had the scariest fucking few months of my life, like, but all I thought about was my family. And so knowing that like, that's where your energy is going to go, knowing that like, you're going to create the best life for them ever. Like if there's anybody in this world that I know is going to like, that will fight tooth and nail, like I know that that's you. Like I've seen the transformation that you've done for yourself and I know that you believe in yourself and bro, like I've seen what the capacity of you believing in yourself has, has given you the space to do within your own life. And so just know that people are watching you. They're fucking value. Like you're invaluable dog. Like Thank you're you, fucking man. invaluable. That means a lot, bro. <laughs> thanks I for not, that. thanks for not dying. <laughs> My pleasure, man. I, I want to talk about Jordan, man. Um, Jordan, I'm going to tell you something, man. The first time I remember vividly seeing something about you was, you remember when we were in Ballantyne and they had that commercial, the Arby's commercial? Man, fuck that shit. Dude, I thought <laughs> you were the coolest motherfucker on planet Earth. <laughs> Little like, did you know. This guy clearly does not give a fuck. Dude. That's true. <laughs> like, That's true. <laughs> that has remained the same. I, I, I remember thinking, I wish I was as comfortable in my own skin as this guy is, man. Mm -hmm. Like, who the fuck is this? dude man and then i get to meet you you're like a sweetheart of a human being and an asshole in the best way at the same time period he's <laughs> like the yeah, greatest very true. i just want everyone to like challenge their fucking systems that's all i want like i want you to be a fucking free thinker like yeah. dude can think for yourself and 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 
I honestly thought, man, when I first heard you cursing too, it was kind of shocking to me, dude. And then because you think <laughs> oh, you do were so sweet, and I'm like, man, this is such a beautiful, complex human being, man. Like you're a unique person. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm I'm unpeggable. <laughs> ah, come on, Peg. <laughs> Carlos, do you know what pegging is? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Carlos was like, yeah, I'm married, motherfucker. I get I fucked. I oh, wow. He did not say that. He did not say that. That's Carlos hilarious. told me he got fucked earlier, so That's, I don't. I don't. I, know. I haven't gotten haven't gotten there yet, but like I said to people, like you never fucking know, man. No, like, you never. Do, no, you never do know. Just go for it. Yes, I'm a freaky motherfucker. Yeah, man. Just, Who the fuck knows? just go for it, bro. <laughs> so you don't have no limits for you. I don't know, man. I mean, I think like just clean it out, but I, it'll be great. <laughs> I, that is great advice. That is great advice. I am. I'm in the th- in the boat that people should not have limitations, and right. if you're enjoying it, and it feels good. Like, yeah, why dude, not, man? I agree. Like, it's, dude, our bodies are a spectrum. Sexuality is a spectrum. We also have. We have pleasure spaces in so many different areas of our bodies. Like, I, I'm gonna say this all the time. Anytime I'm in front of a mic, I will say this. Like, yeah. if we would all just fucking talk about what we want yeah. sexually, yeah, we could. We will all be busting. We'll all be shooters. <laughs> the shooters are oozers. It doesn't even matter what you are, but you will get your nut off. Period. And yeah. and it'll be great. It'll be a great time. Because one, you'll have had the conversation for a while, so you know that the consent will be there. You'll also be able to say like. This is what I'm willing to do. And they may go, you know, no one's ever been willing to do that before. I would right, love right. to actually have that happen. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to fuck you with my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to okay. happen. I've been there. <laughs> Dude, I mean. Um, Nothing wrong with that. I no. think my sexual life has been the best it's been ever with my wife, man. Work. Like, um, keep it's keep ca- communicating. It's, ca- it's kind of weird, man. Yeah. It's, I didn't thought that was going to happen, man. But shit, man. My wife and me are like super compatible in bed. I love that. Love similar shit. We're very open and transparent and yeah. like a lot of honesty, man, a lot of transparency and, and Good, fuck man. I I enjoyed the shit out of it, man. That's like, hot, man. Yeah, dude. And, That's super yeah, hot. Don't yeah. lose it. Yeah. I love that. But going back to you, Jordan, man, I love you. Dude. You're a fucking unique individual, <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Dog. And the world needs more people like you, bro. It's Ow. impossible. You're too unique. But, <laughs> but we need more people like you, man. You're fucking a beautiful, unique perfect person man well, I, well i'm far from perfect and no, I've, ch- I've changed a lot but you know i think at the end of the day i just want to be an authentic human you are you are yeah, that's yeah. very rare that's yeah. very very rare man because so. you guys know me man i don't have 20 fucking personalities I'm- this is it <laughs> this is literally all the time yeah so i love um, it i mean you're you're that type of person too man i i respect and i appreciate that man it's Thanks, very bro. inspiring dude appreciate it well, who's gonna encourage you? Oh, I'm good. I'm here every week. Like I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a wrap the show. We're good. That was wonderful. Right, I perfect. feel like Chase has probably the best penis of anybody at this table. Oh, uh, whoa! Uh, I what? feel like Chase probably had. Oh, gosh, <laughs> Chase, I was gonna ask you, man. Like, yeah, is there up? any? Uh, when I was in Puerto Rico, man, um, one of my best friends growing up was gay, and we used to go to like um, tranny shows. And that's I not you don't want to use that word i'm about okay, to say sorry. i was say like uh, can we say that i don't you want like, to go with trans trans okay yeah. trans shows and i fucking love that shit i was talking to my wife about trans it, shows and and she said that there was like a place in virginia where they have like uh i think it's like a cafe or shit so is there anything like because in puerto rico man the best halloween was the gay the the gay uh, they had like uh, the gay club in Puerto Rico had like a giant parade man and it was the best. So we're <laughs> doing are we thinking about drag? 
Yes. Okay, drag and trans are different things. Sorry. Nah, nah, it's cool. It's cool. Okay, so like a drag. I'm a, a caveman. No, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a drag. Perform- White rage. <laughs> a drag performer is. I could be a drag performer, just as I, I live as a manager, but I perform and make money as a female illusionist. And right? women could be drag performers, can't they? Uh, yes, they can. They, women it's, can it's, still it's dress a lot more rare, yeah. but yes. yes. Um, a trans a trans woman is a person, like she lives her life as a woman. She's transitioned into into that. She may have uh, had surgery, things of that nature. Um, so it's a little bit of a different, well, a lot of bit of a different thing. Yeah. But drag shows, they do have drag shows here in Charlotte. Um, but what I will tell you is that the best drag shows happen to be in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, I'll be willing to drag. If you're looking more in like a, 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 a more in this region of the world, um, yeah. I would I would say to go to Atlanta. And I actually a good friend of mine is a drag queen. Um, and as a matter of fact, we're going to be in Atlanta uh, this coming weekend. We're going to go to um, a couple of her shows as well. Shit, so. man! Next time, let me with Tom, with Tom and me and my wife will make it happen. Dude. All right, cool. I, she's she's amazing. Princess Carter's, you know what she what she goes by on on stage. I, I um, love people being able to express their sexuality or whatever the way yeah. they want to and just being free man like i said yeah. i love unique people free people man like just like just be yourself man i, I right, love that right. shit like, yeah, yeah and for the record sorry for using the warm vernacular like, i'm gonna be 40 <laughs> in a month and a half i come from a time where <laughs> hey man we're learning it's all good right no worries i, I love everybody man. no malice no no malintent it's all good um okay uh, where can the people find you guys on social media? What are you promoting if you'd like to promote anything? Mm. Um, I know you have something to promote, Jordan. You definitely do. What do I have to promote? Wow. Oh, you're talking about Don't Trust the Edit? I mean. Okay, so I'm in a podcast. I'm one-fourth of the people. It's called Don't Trust the Edit. It's great. Actually, I love it. We talk. <laughs> we say, I don't know, it's great. Last episode was really fun. Yeah. It's just a good opportunity to shoot the shit with people that like have a different life story than I and the, we all have a different life story, right? Like the three of us have a different life story, right? But you know, I'm thankful because like, this is what the majority of my life looks like now is doing relationships with people that don't really look like me and that all do have pretty different life stories, which is encouraging because we all are wrestling, right? Like we're all just trying to fucking navigate this shit. Like, um, but so like, I'm not on any social media right now. I'm taking a break, trying to clear my head, uh, I am getting ready to start my own podcast soon. Oh, oh, meow. I don't know why I did that. Uh, so I'm going to like try and get a few of those under my belt and just really experiment and see what I can do. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just like a season of rebuilding for me right now. Okay. Um, I would, I would like to advertise this mouth. Um, Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Go for Mustache it. rights. Yeah. I mean, sure. Just this it does things so <laughs> i'm not i'm not looking for commitment i'm i'm not like i'm really not i'm just like you know giving mustache rides and <laughs> so yeah. what what uh instagram dm should they slide in what if you want it you can find me okay cool carlos how about um, you sir i'm gonna be honest with you man i haven't been on social media for like probably a little bit over a year now yeah i'm about to say i haven't seen you yeah i haven't seen I'm, you I'm thinking I'm making a comeback. I have to go Don't perch. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I got to perch uh, my Facebook and my Instagram of some of those negative people. And yes. that's one of the reasons why I got out, man. Gotcha. Just seeing so much negativity, I was like, this is just affecting me too much, yeah, man. man. Like, and, yeah. and I don't, you know, I'm a very empathetic human being, but. I get you. Nothing, man. I mean, I'm on my quest to like, um, I feel like my family life and my life is pretty good, man. I'm surrounded by people that love me. That's amazing. I'm, I'm, 
my friends and my family, everybody. My life is amazing. I'm just trying to find my place in the workplace, man. I'm trying yeah. to find a job that I love. Don't get me wrong, man. I love working for Microsoft and it's mm. fucking check as sweet as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I really don't give a shit about that, man. I still, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out um, what I want to do with my future in regards. I want to do something that I deal more with people and i help people that so, is that's perfect for you i'm trying to figure out what that would look so if anybody has any ideas shoot me an email or uh, <laughs> find me on social media and please send me some ideas i would love to hear it uh you guys can follow me on the instagrams at chase cassidy cassidy spell with the k you can also follow the cookout podcast on instagram as well uh you can get your merch at shop the cookout dot com uh any listener letters i made some of that shit you made all of that shit actually made that made that <laughs> listen i make drip and i can make you drip <laughs> with the exception of the chase cassidy logo that was actually my handwriting that he made look cool for t-shirting yes yeah if you want to rob me if you want to rob me of that i'll let you I'll wow let, i'll let you take i'll let <laughs> no, you take that thank you i was thank trying to so pro- i was trying to appropriate something you know? <laughs> And you just you just cock blocked that. It's no, so. not at all what was going on. Uh, <laughs> listener letters, the cookout podcast at gmail.com. Uh girl, YouTube coming soon, girl. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna keep saying it, but it's on its way. I promise. It's gonna be great. I hate when you do that so much. Mm-hmm. It is the worst. Make somebody smile today and remember, be nice, asshole. <laughs>